Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. Let's talk about the weather and the seasons. When most people think about weddings, the first thought that comes to mind is summer. However, fall weddings have almost completely overtaken as the trend in many places. We in the wedding industry consider spring to be the official start of the wedding year. But what about that fourth season? Is winter a good time for a wedding? That's what we're going to discuss today. So I guess, Tara, let's uh, let's just get right into this. Um, there's obviously pros and cons to about anything that you can discuss. So <laughs> there's going to be pros and cons for having a wedding during the winter. Uh, let, let's start with what the pros are. And uh, when we get to the cons, we can maybe talk about them more as uh, concerns and ways to potentially address them. But what are the pros for having a wedding during the winter? Yeah, so I would say the biggest pro is probably that off-season pricing, Um, especially a lot of your venues are going to have a seasonal price and then a non-seasonal price, Um, and that can be significant savings. Um, You'll also find that um, some of your other vendors may also um, offer those same discounts, Um, and it may not be as you usually see the venue is definitely one that uh, takes the hit more in the in the off season months. Um, so they're going to discount a little bit larger than say your catering and florist and cake and stuff of that nature, but they still may have some discounts for you. Um, so that's definitely, I would say the the biggest pro for a winter wedding. Well, and, and, and in addition, uh, availability. I mean, how many times yeah. are you going to go looking for that perfect venue that you absolutely love and they're booked all of July, the traditional wedding month, their book most of June, which is what I would consider the second traditional wedding month. And then they're completely slammed three day weekends in September and October, which is what I think we see a lot here. But you get into the uh, November, December, January, February kind of time frame. And lo and behold, a lot of these are available, possibly even on Saturdays, possibly even on somewhat shorter, shorter term type of things. And then when you're talking from a vendor standpoint, um, you know, I know that we have weekends where we're sending 15, 20 people out in in any given weekend. And I know that that's what you guys are doing uh, by you as well, probably even more, honestly. Um, (laughs) But when you get into these winter months, you're looking at sending out three or four. And so uh, let's just be honest, there's a top and a bottom of the bench. And um, if you do stuff in the winter, there's a good chance that you have a possibility to get, you know, all, uh, all first string A team players. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the cost savings, I mean, those are definitely real. Whenever couples come and say, hey, do you have any kind of discounts for doing a Friday or doing a a Sunday, Um, you know, not in September, not in October, not in July. I mean, people get married during those period of time, periods of time all all the time. Uh, The best thing you can possibly do, and I I tell couples this all the time, is have your wedding in January. We'll uh, we'll take good care of you and uh, (laughs) you'll get the best possible pricing. Uh, You know, if you want to get a real discount, do it in February because typically speaking, February is the the month where we all get to kind of take a breath and and decompress and stuff like that. Um, 
you know, it's nice to, to do the, the handful that come up, but, uh, any other kind of uh, pros that you can look at aside from, you know, the cost savings and things being available? A um, couple of things that come to mind for me is, uh, you know, you're not really competing with a whole lot when when you're talking about the winter. During the summer, people go on family vacations. Um, when you look at the spring and the fall, you're usually kind of in the thick of the uh, kids events at the schools. And, you know, that might not be a situation that you planning a wedding or going through, but you can certainly tell you that a lot of your guests are going to have that, but during the the winter, if you just avoid, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, you're you're pretty wide open. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I would say definitely. It you tend to see that people are a little bit more willing to travel in those off season months because they already have some time off um, for the holidays, and so again, you that you know, although we're talking about pros, like the con is you have to work around a lot of those holidays, but if you time it right and your family is already traveling, you know, for that, sometimes it can lend to um, a better appearance from your out of, out of town guests, because again, they're already getting that time off and wanting to travel. Um, and so that definitely can help. The other good thing is um, it usually when you're doing your destination honeymoons in some tropical place, those uh, winter months are actually better pricing for them and you get to sneak away from all the cold and snow that may be in your you know your area and get away to something that's completely different where when you're planning a summer wedding and then going to a tropical destination you're not really changing you know much of what you probably have back home depending on where you live um, so it does make for you know a great um, a great honeymoon plan the other thing that I would talk about, um, obviously, um, with the winter time, you typically have an earlier sunset, which can be a pro and a con. Um, you know, pro is definitely if you're at a venue that has amazing lighting, you know, in the summertime, you don't really get to take full advantage of that lighting until nine o'clock at night, where, you know, when it gets dark at five and six o'clock, you get to take advantage of all that beautiful lighting ahead of time. Um, I just did a wedding. Um, not too long ago where we did a monogram and it was really hard to see the monogram until late in the evening um, because there is just so much sunlight coming in and so it definitely can kind of help with your overall decor as well as like winter weddings you typically think sparkle faux fur and you can really get some fun exciting decor within that element and that theme um, so i'm i'm a big fan of winter weddings yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with all of those. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about holidays, uh, specifically your your Thanksgivings and Christmases. Um, the couple of holidays that I've seen people hit uh, traditionally and, and more recently are going to be the New Year's and the Valentine's Day. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll talk about New Year's first, because that seemed to be a, a trend that I've seen more of here in the past uh, four or five years where um, couples are picking New Year's Eve and having the wedding run until, you know, one o'clock in the morning. And that's really the uh, the banger party that you get to have with all your family and friends. And there there seems to be a willingness for for everybody to kind of get out. They just got done with the, uh, you know, stressful extended um, Christmas. That's, you know, good. It's a good kind of stress. You have a lot of people in your house and you're you're seeing just big groups um, after you've kind of hunkered down and sat at home for a couple of days because you're off work. But uh, this is the the good you know way to send yourself back proper before you have to get back into the office in January. Um, you know those uh, those New Year's weddings are always a blast from a from a vendor standpoint. And then Valentine's Day, you don't see a ton of Valentine's Day weddings now, but I mean I I think growing up um, 
that was a pretty common day that you would see a bunch of friends, parents. And so that's, that's maybe an older tradition, if you will, but uh, that's definitely something that could come back. And there's, there's definitely something kind of sweet about having Valentine's day as your anniversary. And I'll just be pragmatic from the guy's standpoint here. Uh, you want to cut down the number of times that you have to remember something and go out and buy flowers and go to movies. You don't want to uh, get married on Valentine's day. And you, you only have to do that stuff uh, once a year plus birthdays. So <laughs> there you go. Typical man, typical man. Yeah, no, I think new year's is definitely obviously the way that it falls this year. It lends to being, you know, on the weekend. And so I think we have eight, Eight, uh, New Year's Eve weddings um, and it is it's nice and I, I think it depends on your your clientele I guess if you want to call that your guest list and your age um, you know I think it's more of the older uh, generation that are getting married and um, that we see are okay with those New Year's Eve weddings because they're not looking to go to the bar and have that seen as their New Year's Eve they want something more intimate low-key or something with just their friends and family and about not a bunch of randos so um i think it's i i love new year's eve weddings to decorate they're so much fun um so i'm a, a i'm a fan yeah all right so let's lean into all the all the cons of uh having a winter wedding and th these are probably going to be pretty obvious but we can talk about um you know some of the the things to think about and ways to possibly mitigate that situation so i mean the the three things that immediately come to mind with me is uh you know we mentioned that you are competing with holidays um to a degree so you have to be fairly careful with how you pick your date um <clears throat> it is going to be cold most likely and <laughs> you're you're talking about the high potential of inclement weather because i mean we've we've done episodes on how do you mitigate rain and in a lot of ways, it's just, just go inside, you know, get comfortable with the fact that, um, you know, you're not going to have the, the outdoor sun in the background, but when you're talking about three feet of snow, there's a legitimate possibility. You might not be able to get out of your driveway. So any, any thoughts that you have, anything you would add to that list or just comments that you would expand on? Yeah, I would definitely, you know, the holidays, as we, you know, talked about it, typically lends to more people having time off. Sometimes they're using that time to, you know, go already spend money on travel plans. And so it could hinder your guest list to the point where, well, we're, we're already traveling in November. We're not going to travel again kind of thing. Um, same thing for December, although it may, again, lead to them coming and doing a longer weekend with you. The weather is a big thing, obviously, in the areas that we live in. Um, in unless you know, it's definitely you know, feet of snow that we you know can't get through. Most people are moving through you know with snowy weddings. Um, I remember even last April, or maybe it's two Aprils ago, because 2020 is a blur. But uh, we did. It literally snowed in the morning. And then by the afternoon, it was a good 50 degrees and sunny. And we went through with the, you know, ceremony being outside with some hot alcohol starter. And so there's definitely ways to work around the cold weather and still get the wedding of your dreams. But it's definitely usually you're going to see indoor ceremonies all the time. Um, not um, people aren't wanting their guests to travel as much. Um, and so a lot of those venues that can host ceremony and reception together and usually connected with the hotel room to kind of e eliminate a lot of that travel time can definitely help in case inclement weather is a, is a factor. Um, as I kind of talked about earlier, the, the getting darker earlier means that your timeline has to move up for say your sunset pictures or you know your your reception start time needs to be delayed because of sunset pictures if those are important to you 
Um, it also, when it does get darker sooner, you find that your guests kind of get that feeling like, oh, it's later than it really is, and they're tired and they go home a little bit sooner, which is also sometimes that inclement weather. People may get out and come, but they may not stick around as long. Um, so that's definitely um, something to, to think about. You are typically, you know, again, this is all personal opinion. So if you want a bright, hot pink and, you know, green, blue wedding, you can definitely have that in the winter. But typically you see that winter weddings do kind of stick to those muted tones or those Christmas tones of burgundies and greens and silvers. And, you know, so sometimes if you're not wanting that color scheme, um, and you care about it matching the season, then you're going to be limited on that. Um, you know, but I would say, yeah, the, the dealing with the holidays and travel plans and the weather are definitely your biggest cons when thinking of a winter wedding. Yeah, for me, it just comes back to what we say all the time. Make sure that you, in the beginning of the, the planning, have your, your top three to five things that you have. And if, um, you know, cost savings is a top one, then I would highly recommend looking at winter. You know, it, it, especially if you don't also include having that outdoor, sunny, you know, greenery um, ceremony in mind as well. Um, you know, that's a good way to and, and probably the best way to, to honestly try to cut cost while still having a lot of the things that you want. Um, you know, but that being said, if you have a lot of amenities in mind, um, you know, don't necessarily go to the uh, point of sacrificing all of those things just for the the sheer uh, focus of cost, because you'll, you'll find yourself realizing more that, you know, the crowd got smaller sooner than you wanted it to and, and things of that nature. And that'll help you um, get into a bad, you know, headspace easier. If you, if you, if you pick a winter wedding, just purely to save costs. So, you know, again, just make sure that you think about your top three to five and um, make sure that it aligns with what you and your, your uh, future spouse's sensibilities are. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that I would just add real quick is if you are planning a winter wedding for say 2022-2023, now is the time to buy your decor and your other, you know, just kind of elements that you want because if you can buy that stuff when it goes, you know, half off and all that fun stuff during this season, then you're going to obviously save it. And so, you know, be on the lookout for those Christmas trees, you know, after Christmas that you can get at clearance and decorate as your backdrop instead of an arbor, um, as you would typically see in a summer wedding. Um, and so just kind of keep that in mind. Um, the other thing that I um, was reading earlier today was when we talk about holidays, don't forget about the Super Bowl. If you are uh, a family that uh, is diehard Super Bowl people, um, typically, you know, although that is happening on a Sunday that, you know, if you want to do wedding on a Saturday with a Super Bowl watch party on Sunday, like plan around that. Or if you, you know, want to party it up Saturday and, you know, prep for the Super Bowl on Sunday, maybe that's not the weekend to choose from. So when we think of holidays, um, think about that as well. Well, and, and I'll even expand on that. Um, the month before the Super Bowl, you're going to have playoff football games, and a lot of those are going to be on Saturdays. And if you're talking about January in that period of time, keep in mind that's college bowl season. You have college basketball starting up. And, I mean, you can look at this thing as a, as a good and bad thing. I mean, what I, what I always um, think is a, a big concern point is when I, you know, talk to the couple and they, they pick the winter time frame to – you know, get the cost savings and um, one half of the couple 
is really, really concerned about making sure people aren't going to be sitting watching TV in the middle of their wedding. And <laughs> that is something that you're kind of fighting city hall. Um, you know, if the uh, local sports team is <clears throat> potentially doing something or y'all went to, to college at the same spot, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be really difficult to sit there and tell 200 people that they don't get to follow a game. And uh, it's pretty easy to stream all of this stuff on your phone. Um, now, that being said, if the couple's both sports fans, this can end up being a really cool thing. I mean, I, I was doing weddings in the middle of uh, the Milwaukee Bucks winning the uh, NBA championship this year and the couples that were really into the Bucks. I mean, it was it was a really cool atmosphere because you'd have people dancing, but you would have the phone sitting around the table and everybody just kind of made it work. And, you know, as soon as uh, as soon as everything would go live, we would do the whole Bucks and Six chant and everything like that. So you can have a ton of fun with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, growing up in Kansas, um, couples that were really into the KU and K-State games always uh, made for, for a fun atmosphere. But when you're trying to stop a, a ton of people from watching a KU basketball game and in the middle of the uh, conference season, you're 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 setting yourself up for a, a pretty rough type of situation. So that's something <laughs> to definitely be conscious about. And, yes, you know, as uh, somebody that airs really hard on the side of being a sports fan, like, like me, um, you know, I can generally get myself to be respectful, but um, you're, you're trying to make a decision for a lot of people that you <laughs> can potentially lose on. So definitely consider yes. that. <laughs> Yeah, consider your sports fan. Yeah. Um, last thing I would just say, and again, kind of going back to that buyer decor now would just be, I would say winter wedding is definitely the easiest theme to decorate. And uh, there's so many options that um, fall within that fall theme and that winter theme. You can easily find tons of different things for favors and uh, your table centerpieces, your backdrops, all that thing. There's so much that can bring those elements of that theme. And so if you really want a themed wedding, um, consider fall and winter for sure. Uh, the last thing that I'll say is it's also the best time to pick if you're not wanting to have a really prolonged engagement. Um, you can you can pretty easily uh, get a get a wedding put together in six months if you're picking the winter time because you're you're going to have so much availability like we talked about really through all the different vendors and 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 the locations and and everything. So. Uh, it's usually the easiest way to do a uh, quick plan. Um, you know, I think if you were trying to quick plan a wedding in September after a March engagement, that would be a field <laughs> of a lines that yeah. <laughs> I don't even think, you know, I being in the industry for as long as I have would, would think about that. Um, but I mean, I, I don't think it would be odd at all to get engaged in September and have a February wedding. And I don't even think that, you know, that would be anything that would concern me at all. Again, this yeah. is coming from somebody in the industry, but there's just so uh, fewer barriers to consider at that point. So um, I guess any last thoughts after that last thought? <laughs> no, I would say if you are planning a winter wedding, I typically do encourage uh, guests to send out their or clients to send out their invitations, uh, definitely eight weeks, sometimes even 10 weeks in advance, just because again, you are typically competing against other travel plans, uh, flights and stuff like that are typically a little bit more expensive. And so the earlier you can get that information out to them, um, whether that be a save the date or an earlier invite, uh, make sure you do so. Perfect. All right. So uh, that's the uh, 411 on winter weddings. And until next time, take care. Cheers and happy planning.
We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!